Hi, everyone. So excited to be back for another episode. November is flying by and I still need to put together what my Christmas list is and ask people what they like they want because I'm hoping to score some Black Friday deals. I love a good deal. So need to start scouring Sephora and I love Nordstrom, especially Nordstrom Rack during the holidays. If they if you have a Nordstrom Rack near you, or you can probably get things online too. They have great stocking stuffers, like small little like face masks, other practical stocking stuffers, especially if you're like for me, I'm I have brothers that are in high school. So things that they may not buy themselves and would come in handy. Um and also if you're doing stocking stuffers for like your adult parents. Like I also designate myself to help with the stockings, um, stocking stuffers every year. And it is so fun for me because you know you can personalize them a little bit with like certain candies that you may know that people like or a thing and my mom like in the past has done like a nail polish or you know small little beauty products even for men like little hand lotions or just definitely things that men wouldn't buy themselves which you know maybe chapstick the list goes on but very excited to start scouring for stocking stuffers and gifts in general. Anthropology is also one of my favorites. And, you know, at first glance, it is expensive, but they also have such good, like, personalized gifts from, like, stationery to small, like, home decor and lots of cute things. You can snag some really great things on sale there as well. And if you sign up to their emails, Every year on your birthday, you get 20% off. I think it's 20 or 25%. Uh, one like purchase, which is usually, typically every year, I take advantage of that my birthday month. And it's in the month of your birthday. So it's not like you have to use it on your birthday, which is nice because you have flexibility to like kind of see what's out there and get a good deal on something that maybe you wouldn't have bought full price. So I like to use it as an opportunity to treat myself. I have some great fall and like winter jacket coats. From anthropology, some of my favorite ones are from there, and I always get them with my birthday discount because my birthday is in August. So usually by then, you know, fall things are starting to roll out, which is nice. But love anthropology and uncommon goods is also a really great site, especially for buying like unique gifts. Check it out for everyone in the family. Super affordable things. There's also things that are like more bespoke and. A little pricier so it's a great site if you want a lot of options and sustainably made you can tell that they're sourced from small businesses a lot of them so you are supporting these small businesses that sell their products to uncommon goods so highly recommend i've gotten some great gifts over the years for my niece and nephew and marco's niece and my parents so that is usually my one of my go-to sites other life updates, it is getting cold in California. I mean, my version of cold is like probably in the 60s. So it's very different from people that were probably raised on the East Coast and are used to the cold. But it's been getting so cold. I feel like I'm finally bundling in some of my larger like jackets, which is nice. Um, but it feels weird. And it's also just getting so dark at like 5 p.m., which just feels weird because I'm like, it's so early. It's just so early. I need summer to come back again. But yes, it's been getting cold. We've been making lots of HelloFresh meals. And by we, I mean 
Marco, but I have, you know, I offer my my sous chef skills if needed. And I always praise his meals because he's such a great cook. So HelloFresh, if you're not familiar with it, it's a meal kit service. You can customize how many meals you get a week. It gets delivered to your doorstep. Um, They have like different tiers. So Marco and I do the four meals a week for two people. So we get four meals and like each of them is pre-portioned out for two people. It has the ingredients and everything packaged in like a brown bag and then a like card with the directions like visuals. So it's like very easy to follow. Like if I were, (laughs) if I needed to make my own meal, I definitely could. And I do not like to cook, nor am I nearly as good of a cook as Marco. So I feel like it's very user friendly for a beginner cook. But the meals are so good. Like they have rice and veggie and like protein bowls and pastas, just lots of different options like string beans. I mean, I I do love a veggie every now and then and I know they're good for you. So these meals incorporate veggies in like ways that I'm I'm here for. Sweet potatoes too. We had one with sweet potatoes last night. Um, and then we actually got one that is shepherd's pie. So I'm excited to try that one we're gonna make it on and by we marco's gonna make it on weekend so that we can you know just have a little winter ish weekend feel you know it is the season and it's soup season and shepherd's pie isn't soup but i feel like it's like an in-between yeah but really feeling hello fresh we've been uh using it for five months six months since marco moved to new york in april We've been using HelloFresh and sometimes it's been off and on because when, you know, we travel, we'll pause it, which is super nice. You can pause week to week. There's like a usually a cutoff date depending on when you, the day of the week that you choose to have the meals delivered. But there's other people in my family, like my aunt, and she actually uses it to like meal prep meals. That's something that we need to look into. But highly recommend you check it out. I can include my little link in the show notes in case you're interested and don't want to go searching. I think you'll get a number of free meals because when I first started, my best friend actually gave me her little code and I got free meals. Just paying it forward. So things I've been watching lately, wanted to share some updates because I've been in this Bravo world, reality TV world, but I am now realizing a lot of them are Bravo shows. I love a real a good reality TV show. And I've been watching, I've been catching up on Summer House, the original one, and then I also watched the spin-off one that's like takes place in Martha's Vineyard which is in Massachusetts the original one takes place they go to the Hamptons so um, summer house southern charm winter house yep think about that one winter house I think they were in Aspen somewhere in Denver Colorado and then Real Housewives New York City Vanderpump Rules has been it's like off season right now so you know, I'm waiting for that one to come back. I think it's coming back soon. But I just, you know, I just, I feel like there's a the relatability when I watch these shows, maybe in a way of these people are so vulnerable. And I know it's a reality show and it's filmed. So, you know, it's not like everything isn't fact. But I feel like there is an authenticity to it. Like a lot of these shows, you can tell, especially for some of them, like I've resonated with certain people and then realized like they've had a podcast and I've listened to their podcast so it's like seeing them as creators in different aspects you know not just through the show 
and connecting with them and a lot of them women in particular, but it's just amazing to see these women thriving as entrepreneurs and, you know, really this reality show could be another source of income, which if like it works for you and you're able to thrive and live your best life and also like on a reality show and like do you, you know, like good for you. And sometimes I'm like, should I? And then I'm like, mm, I'm kind of also like, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's for me, but I think it's awesome for anyone who does do it and continuing to grow. Obviously, reality shows, there's also that other side of it being toxic and, you know, people like going on it when they have mental health issues and that not, you know, being helping their like mental sanity and definitely not here to perpetuate like that toxic environment that has been associated with reality shows. And I know to this day, like things aren't perfect, but at the end of the day, like seeing women from all walks of life, all ages, from different states and just all different places, like thriving is awesome to see. So just wanted to share my two cents. I usually watch all of this on Peacock because, you know, Peacock is owned by NBC Universal and NBC Universal owns Bravo. And the only reason I know this is because I spent the first three and a half years in my career working at NBC Universal and worked on these like huge projects and campaigns that were across all of their like channels. So I am very well versed in the company and their subsidiaries and all the and all of that boring stuff that may seem boring to to the average or normal person. But they also own a shit ton of channels, you know, in addition to Bravo, like USA and WWE. Everything's in one place in Peacock. And, you know, I'm hooked seeing people on some of these reality shows growing and, you know, putting their life out there is something I admire because I know it's not easy to be that vulnerable, especially like on camera and then have to deal with people who judge you because people are quick to judge sometimes and quick to, you know, have an opinion on something, whether they know the full story or not. So in a weird way, I feel like it reminds me to have empathy also and continue to push myself out of my comfort zone because there's so much like I want out of life and I can do it. I just got to keep moving forward and, you know, stay on this power of embracing habit change. It can be like hard and it definitely was hard at first, but the more that I've done it, the more like opportunity like I've had to grow. So with that growth, I've embraced and learned new perspectives and in a way that's been liberating and has impacted so many of my relationships in really good ways. Um, you know, like being vulnerable hasn't always been easy for me because I've been away from, I don't know if it's because I've been away from my family for so long and where I just grew up also with very strong women in my family that like dealt with so much that I just maybe things that were normalized for me, I just perpetuated. Who knows? And, you know, life, life obstacles that I've dealt with have like pushed me to be resilient. And sometimes it's hard to tap into my vulnerability so that being said being vulnerable with my family and 
really like leaning on my support system has been a way that I've grown and also evolved my relationships with like family members, which has been so nice and allowed me to connect with them in new ways. And also my friends too, you know, like in my growth journey have accepted that I don't always know everything and it's okay to maybe like be struggling or like having an off like few weeks or just not having it all together sometimes. Um, And instead of going through it alone, like telling your friends, like maybe someone reaches out to you, like for instance, me, and then it's like, I'm giving a life update. And instead of not sharing this thing that maybe has happened to me, I'm sharing it because it's okay to be going through a hard time and to also like ask for advice or just to let people in. I didn't want to like have those uncomfortable conversations or maybe like talk about, you know, like be vulnerable always, but lots of good has come from it. So, and no one does it alone, right? I say this to Marco, I feel like once a month sometimes, depending on what's happening and no one does it alone. Like there is help given along the way at some point and reminding myself that I don't need to do things alone either. And actually practicing that has been really nice. I feel like I'm so prone to sharing my feelings and thoughts or opinions on something but I am so strong and want to just like push through and maybe like not complain or not cause like not ruffle feathers depending on what it is you can also get lost in that right and like I'm trying to really practice what I preach and like choose the energy that I want around me and also like focus on the good and practice empathy even when it feels hard and I'm like at my maybe mental capacity or I I feel like I'm at my mental capacity for something because you never know what people are going through and it sounds cheesy to say but it's really true there's just sometimes you never know and while I can be quick to be like reactive or responsive or like be passive aggressive back or who knows you know just taking a breath Stepping away, clearing my head has served me good because the alternative is me being like spicy and reacting and maybe then like regretting what I say or, you know, realizing like, did I need to respond that way? Like, do I feel better that I just need your reaction, gave a response? It's really hard to like put into practice, but it is something that I am very proud that I have been doing and really conscious of. And I feel like because I've been practicing it, it's becoming easier to not be as reactive to things that maybe once triggered me. And that doesn't mean like I'm not triggered at all anymore, but it just means that like instead of being reactive back to the thing that triggered me, I can like take a minute and get a level head and remember like whatever it is, you're going to get through it. You choose how you react, you know, and if it didn't feel good to get sent a certain like text message or email or like response, even in person, maybe the way someone responded to you, if it didn't feel good to have like someone do that to you, like, do I really want to make someone feel like that way too, you know? And I don't. If it bothers me and I feel like I have a pretty 
open mind and really try to take people's like words and responses with a lens of they mean like what like good and you know but sometimes it's like you can tell when someone's just irritable or words are powerful and I feel like people don't realize that sometimes because they just say things like when it from a stream of consciousness or aren't as intentional with like how they're speaking or even like how they're writing something I can acknowledge that so you know by acknowledging that I'm like let me not add fuel to this fire (laughs) because I can (laughs) but like what good is that gonna do is this being productive no this is not being productive this is like being petty which I can do and you know when and if it come like that if that's called for like let's figure that out but for the most part just practice empathy it is so hard (laughs) but it also sometimes means less drama in my life and I'm here for less drama I definitely don't need more of it I don't do drama like I just I'm not avoiding conflicts there is no space for drama in my life. I would rather not. Like, let's speak directly to each other. Let's also try to practice empathy and be considerate of others. I like to surround myself with people that have, you know, values like that because it makes my day, honestly, a little easier. I mean, don't respond to that passive aggressive email is what I would tell myself, my younger self. Because I have had many years where (laughs) someone would talk to me in some sort of way, whether it's in writing or in person, and I would snap back. (laughs) No hesitations, snap back. And then afterwards, I'd be like, mm." the conversation would have gone differently if I would have taken a beat to collect my thoughts and, you know, speak with more intention and eloquence and maybe then it would have been more well received and the overall everything would have been more productive you know it's taken years for me to get to the point where I don't snap back and I'm not perfect but I have definitely made progress so I'm proud of myself on that one I know I've made progress for sure like in all aspects of my life not just professionally but personally and practicing that professionally and personally I also feel like I've grown as a person because I'm trying to have you know like certain values or even just bring intention to my day every day 24 7 not just like for one hour a day or I just am trying to speak with intention and 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 carry that empathy you know throughout my nine to five and also in my personal life and it's it's hard I have moments where I just like don't want to be reasonable or be the bigger person maybe or be empathetic and you know that's where it it's definitely a struggle and it's still a work in progress um you know when you have certain conflicts and maybe they're not resolved or it's just something that is out of my control to an extent that's when it can be most frustrating but you know at the end of the day I count my blessings and I'm not super religious but I am grateful for my life and 
all of the good in it and need to focus on that more because it's easy to maybe be going through conflict or just even like a rough patch in any sort of way and get fixated on all of the negative things that are happening and like what's or what's not happening or you know what so someone maybe said or did and getting lost in that and that is not productive uh it it really isn't and it's not it doesn't serve like anyone really um and so as much as i want to just like wallow in self-pity sometimes let's be real we've all been there i'm like okay let me find this silver lining because there usually always is one if you look for it and maybe it might feel like there isn't you know depending on what you're going through but if you really look for it there usually is a silver lining in like any situation i feel um but you have to choose to want to see like what a positive thing could be that comes out of this situation or scenario or um event you know you have to want to see that and then actually move towards it and not just like acknowledge it but then be like okay i'm gonna keep going back and focusing on you know all these other things that are are negative um i feel like to truly grow as a person you have to face um you know that uncomfortability and move outside of your comfort zone i mean emotionally and like mentally and physically sometimes and it's really scary but it's so worth it um and i don't mean to sound preachy i really don't and honestly this isn't rehearsed i have i had some bullet points written out for things that i wanted to talk about in this episode um usually that's you know how i approach my episode outlines they're very high level but um you know it's just things that come to mind as i reflect on my life as well um so much has changed this year for me moving from new york to california and being near my family again and you know with each like i feel like week and and sometimes month that passes i just am realizing i was away for so long and now i'm acclimating and finding my place with like family dynamics and things and juggling trying to juggle a lot and also give myself grace at the end of the day because i can only do you know so much in a day and in a week and um it can be hard to give to give myself grace i don't know if anyone can relate but I can just get lost in all of the things that I'm trying to do on my to-do list or just all the people that I want to be there for. So that being said, I think we all need to make sure we take some time to ourselves and communicate like when we maybe need that, Um, whether it's like with our friends or family or even just like deciding you're going to have like a chill weekend or, 
you know, for me, that's like a chill weekend. Sometimes I'll tell my family, all right, I'm going to be a hermit this weekend <laughs> in like a, even sometimes it's in a couple weekends because last minute things get, get planned sometimes, or, you know, I just, I love seeing my family. So I feel like I'm like, oh yeah, I'll, you know, I'll do this. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, it's been like how many weeks since I've just like been able to sit in my pajamas and like chill or just like have a me day where I like don't need to like be anywhere or do anything. God, those me days just really like give me life. And I mean, I'm interacting with people all day and sometimes also like before work or after work, I'm talking to family and things. And so me days help me reset and they refill my like battery and like my social battery and an energy tank. Um, and I think we all deserve a me day. And I know it's really hard depending on where you are in life and what your dynamic is, you know, like whether you're married or you have kids or you're even single, depending on all of the whatever is going on in your life. I acknowledge it can be challenging to find me time, but I would say start small, even if it's like an hour a week where it's you, me time. Um, Yeah, whether that's like, okay, I am going to go get my nails done or go for a drive or go take myself to coffee um, or sit on the couch and watch TV or, you know, a movie and not be disturbed. <laughs> I think everyone should have at least an hour in their week, you know, men and women included. So that is my encouragement to communicate with your partner or your roommate or yourself uh, when your me time is and do that this week so that way going into the new year you will have already started to practice having your own me time and it'll be a habit by the time it's january and wouldn't that be great i mean who doesn't need more me time and if you already are taking lots of me time in your day that is great so Maybe encourage someone else that is important to you or just people in general that they should take some me time. Um, especially if you're in a relationship or have a significant other, because I feel like sometimes, you know, depending on what you're going through, one person might take on the load more than the other and that other person not even realize, like, does my partner have any time for themselves or... <laughs> um, just doing a friendly check-in with them. I don't think there's any harm that can come from that, um, especially if you're coming from a good place. And I feel like encouraging someone to take a little bit of time for themselves so they can like recharge or just, you know, take a beat. I think that is a nice gesture. So hope everybody takes that challenge and add some me time. I will do a 
poll on social to see if people are taking even using you know any me time so keep an eye out if you follow precisely nowhere on instagram you can participate in the poll so that would be great would love that i actually worked on a batch of social posts recently (laughs) uh it is almost Friday when I'm recording, so my brain is like slightly, slightly mush, but hanging in there. So worked on some social content. Very excited to be posting that and pick up posting on Instagram again. Um, prior to me moving, I we were, I mean, we had lots of social content, very regular on a very regular cadence and it was it was fun to post things and you know spread more positivity out in the world so i'm very excited to be posting um a hint of the content is that it will be adding positive good vibes to your day so if you happen to scroll by it um i hope that it brings you uh encouragement and motivation that you might not have realized you need or you know do need and you don't have to go looking for it because it'll be coming to you if you follow us on instagram so give it a thought i hope you all have a wonderful week and i can't wait to talk to you soon um thanksgiving will be right around the corner I'm very excited for a few days off and to get to spend lots of time with family. I have Thanksgiving plans in the works and also a Winterfest carnival that I'm going to with my cousins and aunt and um, hopefully my mom and brothers too, but it is going to be like a winter wonderland. So I will report back, but Until next time, have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Music and editing done by Marco. You can find him at midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.